It is party time. Welcome to Monday. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Welcome back. Uh, Friday night, I will be in Oakmont, Pennsylvania. That's right. I'm coming back to Oakmont, Pennsylvania, the Oaks Theater. So if you are anywhere uh, within the Pittsburgh area, western Pennsylvania, hell, I don't care where you drive from. Drive up and drive down. Drive around. Come on. Come to the show. We had a heck of a weekend of shows uh, this past weekend, and it's just always fun. So headed to Oakmont. Then uh, in two weeks, I'll be in La Jolla, California. Jesse Payton and I will be at the Comedy Store for three nights, multiple shows each night. Come check us out if you are in Southern California. Uh, La Jolla is a good place to go, so come check us out. Watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. All right, you guys. uh, Remember, we had a guest a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Well, you know what? Let's just play a clip and remind you about this guy. Play clip number 10. Everyone's talking about Mitch McConnell having a stroke at the podium. He didn't have a stroke. No one sees the other camera angle. Luckily, I have exclusive footage, so watch this. ...cooperation and a string of... I don't want to burn in hell. I just don't like Mitch McConnell. It's like having a staring competition with an 81-year-old Franklin the Turtle. So Scott Corbin, everybody, welcome to the show. All right, Scott, what's up, dude? What's yeah, up, dude? Yeah, you picked a mean one. You That's picked a mean stuff, clip. Though. Yeah, dude, if it ain't mean, it ain't funny. Right. We got to be mocking and ridiculing. And I and had to go with a stuff. dinosaur clip. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of sells. Yeah, you had a there. lot of double meanings in there. Yes, yeah, had I a mean, lot of. It's sort of like the uh, we were just talking before we started the new Tyler Childers video, mm-hmm. which I'm catching a lot of flack on social media because people don't pay attention. I don't know if you you've been in this game for a minute doing this thing. You've built a big social media following. Mm-hmm. You put your commentary. It's amazing to me that people will read the caption you post without watching the video and All then the without any intelligence yeah. of what you said. They just go in and start commenting. Yep. You get that a lot. Yep. Yeah. On that caption, I actually put, I had to go Jurassic because it explains why he's petrified, <laughs> which was a terrible pun. But yeah. Yeah, that uh, 22 second stare down right there. Did they ever figure out what happened to Mitch? They just said he was okay. So I figure if he's okay, it's fair game. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, he fell a couple of months ago and hit his head. Mm-hmm. And I'm convinced they keep these guys around. Like I think they keep people like Chuck Grassley and Diane Feinstein and these. I mean, there's old and then there's old. Yeah. Like like the Babylon Bee said, and I'm totally stole their joke to use on stage, where they said we're trying to you know when you're trying to decide if you want to put Grandpa in hospice or the Senate. If that's what we're dealing with. Here. I actually think they're the best writers in the game. Oh, they're Babylon incredible. B. Yeah, they'll be on the show in a couple of weeks. They got a new book coming out called Babylon Bee's Guide to Gender. Mm-hmm. They sent me an advance uh, digital copy because they wanted me to write an endorsement for the new book, which I was honored to do. And I thought my endorsement was pretty genius, but because um, <laughs> I transitioned to a they, them as I'm writing the thing. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, they'll be on the show in a couple of weeks, but they are. Yeah, incre- I think because. Yeah that short of a line makes me laugh and giggle yeah. for for a super long time yeah, so if you can do stuff. it so briefly it's great you jumped into the social media thing we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago you were on skype though so i'm glad you're in studio because mm-hmm. now we get to hang out um the uh 
And for those of you watching, you've already, many of you who are Blaze TV fans, you've already watched us in the episode before him on the news of why it matters with Sarah Gonzalez. So now we get to just chill and hang out. Mm -hmm. Um, How'd you get started in this whole thing? Just running your mouth and people ask me all the time, like, how'd you get started with this? Um, I'm, I went to school for computer science for one. And then so logic was included in that. You have to take logic because it relates. And so arguments have always come natural to me. And uh, I got sick of it. I got sick of hearing bad arguments. I got sick of people d- explaining why things were stupid. But not, like they would just say things were stupid, but they wouldn't explain why it was stupid. Yeah. It's like, you agree that it's stupid? Yeah, I agree it's stupid. But tell me why. Break down why this is bad and how it doesn't make sense. And so I started doing that in increments. And I've always liked comedy, too. So yeah. I kind of blend the two. And I took off. It just it helped. Yep. It's good stuff. I like your content. I found your content months ago, mm-hmm. months and months ago. And I was like, all right, let's because it's stuff would just pop up. And why yours popped up on mine, I don't know, but I liked it. And I was like, then I started looking for it. Right. And and I was like, I like this content. Then you and I connected and, and I was like, this is solid stuff. Well, it's so. that sternness with a little bit of smirk. Yeah. You know, and so the, we relate in that regard. We're also both extremely professional. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's, that's sarcasm. <laughs> Talking about sarcasm, though, back to that Tyler Childers video. And you haven't seen that video, right? I have not. There's no need to see the video. The song is fantastic. The song is great, which Tyler Childers is an incredible songwriter. Um, But he makes a video that is about two gay coal miners in 1950s Appalachia. Right? That old story? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Do you call two that gay a, guys digging in a dark hole, you know? Like, oh, Chad, yeah. it's the there sequel to Brokeback Mountain, but it's Brokeback Mining. Brokeback Mining. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I made a satire video where I said, kudos to Tyler Childers for making a video that really pushes coal, the coal industry, <laughs> and also the the lengths we've taken to get, you know, professional, you know, personal mm-hmm. protection um, in that industry because one of the guys gets black lung and who knew that getting black lung one of the side effects was you know you want to kiss other men I did yeah <laughs> I knew that. It, and that's what I'm blaming my gay stuff on <laughs> is the black lung so I have people who are mad yeah. at me because they're like my father was a coal miner and it's like take it easy Karen right. yeah um, actually uh, a lot of a lot of people in Congress heard there was a music video about sex with minors but they took the <laughs> See? they took the wrong they that all right tuned there. in but that right there yeah. they totally that's why they that's why the thing went viral yeah it went viral they yeah, were like yeah. oh that's that's, the left, my, that's, all, that's in my alley that's that's a great that's a great bit too because you know this everybody's saying oh this is the pushback against jason aldean <laughs> no no listen when they made when tyler childers made this video i promise you he had no clue what Jason Aldean's video was going right. to be. It, it takes, takes a, a long while. time. Yeah, it takes a while. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of planning that goes yeah. into putting out a multi-million dollar production. And so um, they said, oh, see, so release that. This is a pushback against Jason Aldean. It's like, that's the dumbest logic. And so many people on Twitter kept saying, oh, I can't wait to see your reaction to the, you know, the, and I was like, no, they had to make that video in the night about the 1950s. Because the reaction, the persecution they got, maybe it would have happened in the 1950s, but people in 21st century America really don't give a shit. We don't care. We make funny jokes yeah. that don't mean anything about it. We're not poking fun at it. We're just having fun yeah. with it. We don't. I mean, yeah. okay, so two dudes hooked up. Okay, okay, we've seen it. You've pushed it. I mean, like you brought up, we were talking before, the show Shit's Creek. It's yeah. Like, we've seen it. We've seen it. Brokeback Mountain, we've seen it. I mean, I, yes, I saw Brokeback Mountain. I was bored one day. and I watched I, it twice today. 
<laughs> I need a I need a you know refresher course. Right. Right. Um, I which by the way was a good movie in terms of you know what it was. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh my god, it's gay. Well, I mean, you watch movies about murder and violence and sex I and mean, all kind Will of. Will and Grace was on forever, and it was like the number one show for no one yeah, cares. No one cared. No one cared. So I get it. I mean, but you know, people are pushing back because oh, there's gratuitous, and it's like, look. You, you guys are picking your sins. I get it. I'm not defending the thing. I understand the messaging. But people these days in 21st century America, I don't care if you're a conservative or a liberal or whatever. It's like, whatever. You know, the pushback against the Jason Aldean thing was stupid. Yeah, it didn't even make any sense. Yeah. They ended up being racist, saying it was about black people when he just didn't want crime in his small town. Right. You you speculating is what was the racism yeah if, yeah. if you hear that song <laughs> right. read those lyrics you think of a black person right you're, you're the, the racist. racist yeah it's obvious so, and so many people were like i'm like i don't think you people even watch the jason aldean video because 99 percent of the clips are white people yeah they're white yeah so which so is antifa yeah so so they were antifa right. riots they right. weren't even really blm riots right. and by the way most of the blm ri- uh, uh rallies that i saw mm-hmm. I was at I was at one in Tulsa. I was there. I didn't go to the thing, but it came through while we were there, the little parade, and it was like seven, you know, five hundred people. There was literally only one black person in the entire crowd, and he wasn't even full black. So, um, yep. I mean, this BLM was nothing about but white guilt. It was white guilt, and it was it was Marxist, it was just Marxist agenda. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. And everybody wants to separate it. Well, I'm not talking about the organization. I'm not. And you remember when it all went through? It was black squares on everybody's page. I'm an ally of black square. You're not going to fix racism by posting a black square. Right. Let me explain why. What's your least favorite food? What's something you can't stand? Uh, uh, Brussels sprouts. Okay. If everybody posted pictures of Brussels sprouts, you're just going to hate them more. I'm just going to hate them more. Because now you're throwing it in my face. Right. So if you're a racist and you're just throwing up black squares, I'm just going to make you hate it more. Yeah. It doesn't fix it. It makes it worse. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we mean when we say you're cramming things down people's throats. <laughs> yeah. We don't. Yeah. It, you don't have to. Yeah. When you keep putting the pride flag out there or you put some gratuitous mm-hmm. sex scene out there and or you're putting transgenders story hour in front of kids and all of this crap. After a while, when you keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, it's like, yeah, you're kind of making us a little more outspoken about the fact that we don't like it you know you're right I, I i remember i used to watch cartoons when i was a kid like everybody else but do you remember the pine saw lady she would come on yeah it was a commercial that came on every day i ended up hating that pine saw lady for no reason it just was thrown <laughs> in my face all the time yeah i mean if you look at a kid and you there's a big red button over there on the on the table or whatever and you're like you tell that kid don't push that button don't push that button don't push that that kid's gonna go push that button mm-hmm. like you keep throwing it on there and it's it's putting it in their face they're gonna react somehow and it ain't gonna be by just ignoring it no so people rebel naturally that's what we do it's a self-fulfilling prophecy Mm -hmm. so that that's the whole thing i don't care you know i can choose to listen to a tyler Childers song and actually like the song but i get it i mean dude you you made a bold move of alienating 50 percent of your base out there as a country music guy he picked something that's so rare in the 50s anyway it wasn't yeah it wasn't something that was going on all the time it's everywhere now yeah so who cares yeah like literally who cares so they depict uh they depict these two guys and they're they're making out in the woods right and i mean i'm watching the video and it's a tearjerker video right i mean it's like okay here's a love story one of the guys eventually dies and it's a sad deal and uh it's uh they see him making out 
in the woods and they're all covered in coal soot and i mean they're really going at it and i'm like my problem with this image is they're sucking coal soot off it no wonder he got black lung yeah yeah black uh, yeah. lung, black tongue i mean <laughs> you're licking the coal off the guy's face yeah. and i mean and no one had a problem with the fact that they were in blackface yeah no one had a problem no it's acceptable it pushes the coal industry no and there's blackface yeah it's acceptable in that i don't think so exactly. i'm boycotting it that's the racist video that's racist. it wasn't jason aldean no no it's tyler Childers. tyler Childers <laughs> had more black people fake black people in his video than jason aldean did right so i'm watching this thing and then and then the next scene is one of the guys getting beat up by some of the other coal miners for being gay or whatever in mm. in all seriousness right now if i saw that happening i don't care if you're gay straight black white fat skinny male female id identify yourselves he him she her they them she's your i don't give a shit mm-hmm. i'll defend you me too i'll come Same. break the fight up yep like i'm not gonna let you get the shit now in 1950s america appalachian america you might have seen some of that yeah Mm-hmm. Unlike Joe Biden, who said, oh, I saw two guys kissing <laughs> when I was a kid. My dad said, you know, you just love who you love. Yeah. Bullshit, Joe. Yeah. He knows. He, he remembers well. He's yeah. got an impeccable memory. He remembers Joe, everything. Yeah. He's got yeah. a story, got an antidote for it all. And mm-hmm. he's, he's been everywhere. He's done everything. He's basically every nationality. Mm-hmm. He's Polish. He's Jewish. He's Puerto Rican. He's went to every. He's college. black. He would all of them. He graduated from all of them. Top of his class. <laughs> Top of his class every time. Yeah. And he was a and he was a professor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Got to take a quick break. Uh, listen, guys. Uh, Barrel buddy, I was uh, cleaning some guns this past weekend because that's what I do. That's my meditation. And I pulled out some of my my packages of stuff that that I normally use to clean guns. And I was like, I, it's been so long since I've used like the patches or the boar snake or anything like that. I just tossed them. I was like, I don't need that anymore because I've got the, the best solution with Barrel Buddy. So Barrel Buddy compresses to fill the interior of your gun's barrel. It cleans the rifling grooves. It comes in all the different sizes to match any caliber firearm. And it's composed of polymers that aren't going to leave behind the residual particles like those patches or boar snakes do. So it's a safer concept. So it scrubs, it collects the particulates, it absorbs the remaining residue, it buffs the interior surface clean. You can even lubricate your firearm while you're cleaning it. So it's an important step in being a responsible gun owner. you got to clean your guns, and Barrel Buddy's a new concept that's a better way to take care of your firearm. So I want you to get them if you have not done so already. And if you have, go get some more. I guarantee you're going to love them. Go to BarrelBuddy.com. That's BarrelBuddy.com. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, look at look at the mothership over here. Look at look at the paint control panel over there. Brandon, put that. You guys, put camera on you guys over there. With can you got that thing? Flip it over there. See, I'm testing you right now. <laughs> we got you guys. See, see, George is kind of taking the back seat now because we got uh, got a lot of stuff going on. Look at all the Mexicans we got in this room. I know. Just we when we got rid of border. Chris, got to close that border. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman died, man. I know. He's up in heaven, jacking off in front of the angels now. Oh wow, wow. that was a good one. Too soon. Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll never know if there's a basement in the Alamo. Nope. Um, <laughs> um, Andy, there, I, Paul Rubens, dude. What a what a. I, I used to. I went to, when I was a kid. I guess I was God middle school something like that when Pee Wee's Big Adventure came out. It was one of my favorite movies growing up. I, I didn't like. It was such adult humor mm-hmm. that I didn't get it. Like I watched thirty minutes of it when I was in I don't know eighth grade and left seventh or eighth grade i don't know what year it was but i was like i don't understand what's going on with this is stupid surprisingly i was a big Pee Wee herman fan yeah yeah 
Yeah. His later years. His no, later, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The stuff he did in the adult right, theater. Yeah, those years. No, and I did he have cancer or what? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Randy Meisner, who uh, sang the high notes for the Eagles, he passed away last week. Um, he was 77, and he was a nut. Randy was a nut. I think he murdered his wife, allegedly. He just couldn't prove it. I think that's a little bit more than a nut. <laughs> <laughs> when I hear murdered his wife, I don't think, that guy's a nut. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot Crazy of speculation dude. out there. They right. tried to prove it, but I don't think they yeah. ever could. But um, anyway, I you know, you got these 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 – 70s and 80s icons are dropping dead. Sinead O'Connor passed away. Yep. Of course, she didn't pass away. I think she killed herself. Did she? I think she killed I herself. Didn't I don't know. It. I didn't keep yeah. following up on that. But usually when they say has died, right. that's usually a sign that, mm-hmm. yeah, they committed suicide. Um, typically not of, you know, you kind of Plus just she was see pretty the, young, the verbiage. Right? For, yeah, she's she, only 56. Right. I mean, I'm 50, so yeah. yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say she was pretty young. Mm-hmm. I thought she was older than that, honestly. But um, I did too. So because yeah. she had to be real, like but, nothing compares. Had to be really young when she was singing that. Very cause, young, because like maybe nineteen years old right. kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. that that thing came out. And, she also did the Pope thing, right? The she Pope thing on Saturday Night Live, yeah. where she ripped up the picture of the Pope. Yeah. And Rob it, Schneider, who's a friend of the Blaze, he's been here, and and um, he made a pretty interesting post about that because he was on saturday night live right. and he said just none of the sketches she said she we were out he said we were changing costumes getting ready for a sketch and she ripped the thing of the right. pope he said we came back out and we could tell the audience had just changed we didn't know what had happened right he said but just there were no laughs nothing nobody could find their place he said and i didn't find out till after we wrapped that night that that had happened live tv yeah live you tv ne- you never know so it, it shut people down but again if that were to happen today it wouldn't affect the audience no, at all. No, 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 not at all. It's like the whole "Gone with the Wind" when he said "damn" and yeah. ever, the women were fainting in, in the in the yeah. theater, and then now that doesn't mean anything. It's just we're getting so much worse as the years go on, where nothing affects you. Yeah, you just kind of got a seared conscience. Actually, it's reversed. If you think about it, things that shouldn't affect you now are overblown, and oh my goodness, I can't believe you did that, which wasn't anything. And then yeah. the actual extreme things, no one cares. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. It's just backwards. It's true. I go back to that Tyler Childers video, which, again, I've been in the entertainment industry for uh, over a decade now, really longer than that. I've been around a lot of gay people. And, I mean, I've had them work with me, work for me. We got people here at the Blaze. I mean, it's like, okay. Yeah, I I taught ballroom dance for a little bit. There is zero gays in ballroom dance. Yeah, surprisingly. I'm kidding. I took ballroom dance for a little while, and that was where I did a lot of gay shit. (laughs) Ironically enough, that's where I did a lot of gay shit. Um, Fred Astaire, my ass. Right. Yeah. Fred Astaire. Oh, I'm dropping these bombs. That was a good one. That was pretty good. So your your home is Lexington, Kentucky. It is. And uh, but you you played music. I did in Nashville for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Played for some artists. Uh, I try not to mention them just because I'm conservative and I don't want to kill their career. Yeah. (laughs) So know that feeling. Yeah. And so I wrote for a lot of artists too, and I leave them out of it, but. music was my first set hook in my life uh yeah grew up a prodigy older i got the less i was a prodigy yeah you know just, i understand that yeah. we're going out uh i was telling you we're we're taping we're going to record uh six songs for an ep that we're going to put out this fall and um chris wallen and i have written a lot of songs and then we've collaborated with some other big songwriters and we're going to be recording at the castle in franklin tennessee mm-hmm. which is an amazing studio and um uh 
you get those anytime I'm in studio and you're with those studio musicians, it's mind blowing. They're very good. It's mind blowing. People underestimate how good they are. Uh, it's insane. I, I remember when we did my album in 2020, Y'all Shut Up, and we put eight songs on there, original songs on there. These guys had never heard anything. They'd never heard anything. You hand them, hand them, you know, the paper with the, the charts on there, and they cut eight crystal tracks. clear nail it they it's, went through it twice and it was like yeah the second one was the take and i mean that was it we did eight tracks in one day what's Insane. really cool i mean they do get a lot of similar songs sure because yeah, it's yeah. it's the process of the yeah the cookie cutterness but still they're un unbelievable how perfect chris calls me the other day and he goes i don't want to do a fiddle on this song he goes do you want dobro or lap steel and i was like yeah <laughs> yeah i like them both right. i mean you figure it out i mean because you because you could fool me if In i'm listening tandem. to a dobro <laughs> right. yeah if you're listening to a dobro or a lap steel right. like just to my ear i probably don't know which is which because they sound the same to me yep. in a lot of ways so i'm like yeah sure that sounds good um these people fascinate me you know let me just write the jokes and the songs and the fun stuff and we'll go do it but um anyway so it's gonna be a fun process but uh joe biden no let's start before before joe biden let's talk about the devon archer thing because devon archer testified right. today they didn't film it it was behind closed doors you know this was hunter biden's best friend and business partner mm -hmm. and he says uh they're gonna do the, put the transcripts out but basically he said yeah there's a lot of times when joe biden was on speakerphone and I mean, you know, what's going to happen with this thing? I mean, are you keeping up with any of that at all? I, I keep up with the wording. It's it's so funny to me. They're always like, this bombshell, bombshell. Yeah. Uh, we need some we need some powder yeah. in we the shrapnel. Yeah, we need something in there. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of the bombshell. Let's just know. Yeah. The song wasn't, she dropped a bombshell on me. Yeah. There's the bomb. Yeah. So no one's getting anything done to them with all these bombshells. I'm ready for it to be the bomb. Yeah. Um. And I don't understand if I had any power whatsoever, the plea deal would include ten million dollars of taxpayer-funded money. You're free to go, amnesty. You can commit more crimes just as long as you have evidence of corruption. Right. And everybody would go along with that. Yes, of course. Yeah. Because it's collateral damage. Like as soon as you know that people get amnesty and get ten million dollars, then you're not doing corruption anymore. I'll get told on. Yeah. So I don't know why it's taken so long just to get someone to say this is what happened this is where it is that and nobody doubts it no we all know the truth yeah yeah it's just i mean for him to, and it's funny the white house and and corinne jean pierre the other day said i haven't changed my my verbiage at all yeah you have because what they said was he said in 2019 i have never talked to my son about any of his business right. dealings now what they're saying is well joe was never involved in his businesses he wasn't he wasn't part of those businesses you're changing the whole meaning of everything it's gonna that. get down to the point where they admit dementia just so he'd be like i don't yeah. remember they'll pull a ronald reagan with the right. iran contra deal and they say well he got he couldn't remember right he couldn't that's remember. exactly what's gonna happen because it's always just moving the goalposts with mm -hmm. them all it will be mm -hmm. see and i go back to this tyler childers video all right here's the perfect example <laughs> right perfect example 
of everybody coming out saying, oh, look at you guys being so offended at the Tyler Childers thing. And it's like, no, literally no one was talking about mm-hmm. it. You guys set it up to do. And so they're doing Projecting that. Projecting the yeah, offense. They're yeah. doing this thing with the Biden thing. It's like, oh, you guys are just trying to hide Trump. You, you got, y'all you don't want to deal with Trump and all of his indictments. Joe Biden hadn't had anything. It's like, well, no shit. He hadn't you had anything because y'all won't do it. You won't admit to anything. You'll just say where it's made up. Yeah. People come out far more often against Biden than they do Trump. Right. It's only them coming out against Trump, but it's everybody else coming out against Biden. They're, oh, you can't pay attention to that because yeah. it's not us. It's insane. So we'll see what will happen with this Devin Archer thing. The DOJ was actually, uh, let me see if I can find this deal. The DOJ was actually pushing for Devin Archer to go to prison before the House Oversight Committee testimony. So, I mean, there's no doubt about it. They've weaponized the Department of Justice at this point. See, yeah, that's exactly the opposite of what I said do. I said give them whatever it takes to stop corruption and free to go. And they're like, no, let's put him in prison. Yeah. This is the opposite of yeah. You want to stop corruption. You don't want to encourage it. Yeah, these guys don't though. They don't they don't want to stop it. Mm-hmm. Um they uh they want to make sure they protect it. I mean, look at look at the Republicans and the Democrats both that are pushing to continue sending money and everything to ramp up war in Ukraine. Oh yeah, yeah. Because again, it's a money maker for them. And they they know that it's a money laundering Speaking scheme. Speaking of Mitch, I'm going back to Mitch McConnell on the, the Babylon B one about the moment of silence for Ukraine was <laughs> So good on Mitch McConnell. That was one of my favorite ones. I shared uh, Joe Rogan's meme. I don't know if he made it. I doubt it. But he shared it and I shared his from his page where it says, uh, when you say these gummies ain't shit, I know. and 40 minutes later. He just staring for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, guys. There's a podcast I think you guys will like. You already know how wild the world has gotten. People turn the truth upside down all the time. Kids are being misled. Marriages are falling apart. The Christian values that held this country together are going out the window. So there is a way to share God's truth more than ever. That's what the podcast Refocus with Jim Daly is all about. Jim Daly is the president of Focus on the Family. If you don't know about Focus on the Family, it's time to take a look at them. They're a great organization, great Christian organization. They've been helping families follow their faith for over 40 years. And Jim Daly has been the president for almost 20 years. He's helped millions of people share the truth. So he knows his stuff. On the Refocus podcast, Jim talks to other experts about things you probably deal with all the time. Sharing your faith in a cancel culture, dealing with woke politics, all the fun stuff. So go check out Refocus with Jim Daly on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Refocus with Jim Daly. We'll be right back. You walked in this in the studio a little while ago, and I saw those shoes. I was like, I like them boots, but they're not boots. They're not boots. They're like slippers. Yeah, I have like. I need to start wearing those. I have a shoe guy in nashville yeah yeah i need to talk to that shoe guy uh he's got some good ones he's they're amazing i'll be there at the end of august hook me up Um, i got you i because i i get older i get the less i want to put a boot on yeah it's a struggle (laughs) and then when the jeans go down it's like you can't tell no no i got i've got i've got some guys in the western industry that for years and they'll wear that stuff and they're like yeah i'm not pulling a boot back on i've been rodeoing for 50 years i'm not putting a boot back on but they'll put on a little right thing you still got the point yeah it's all that matters <laughs> and uh i get the gout sometimes you know god forbid <laughs> i get the gout and i don't want to put the boot on you know is this another ad no okay no, Not well, when i do get the gout this you, is what you, i t- you sell supplements don't you i do yeah mm-hmm. tell me about that uh tell well, everybody about that so i got involved into fitness loved fitness it kind of saved my life i was uh depressed for a little bit won't get into that um but yeah and then joined a gym 
got into supplements, became a sponsored athlete with a company called NutriShop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they took me under their wing and then uh, opened up one myself. And then now I just do it online because of my following. It's just yeah. so much easier to not have a brick and mortar that you have to yeah. take care of and pay expenses I, on. I tell people all the time because people say, oh, you're a, for years. I've, I've heard it for 10 years. You're a sellout when I start pushing something. And I'm like, no, it's actually something I use. You might like it. And I will. I may make some money off of it as well, because believe but it or that's not, that's called a job. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, nobody's ever paid me for sitting in my truck and running my mouth. Right. You know, I have to go to places like Pittsburgh and do a live show. And so, yeah, that actually know. happened to me. I started my Instagram and I had only I didn't have very many followers in the beginning. And then I got a bunch of followers and I was like, well, now that I have a bunch of followers, I'll just sell my supplements that I sell anyway. Yeah. And people are like, you sold out. I was like, they're mine. Exactly. What do you mean? I've had I've had people for years, though, because I've always had the apparel companies, whether 76forever.com or realwomenclub.com. Mm-hmm. And I'll put that up and they're like, oh, see, so all he cares about is selling T-shirts. I've been selling T-shirts for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I, I'm doing it when I was in college. Right. I love selling T-shirts. Always have. Always had some kind of apparel going. And so people are like, oh, you're a sellout. I, no, what was it that I did recently? Oh, when I signed with Base Records. Mm-hmm. You're a sellout. Am I? Right. I don't I've think been, so. I've been a gigolo forever. And then now that I'm, fa- <laughs> it's like, you have to stop. I'm like, what? It's natural. But yeah. whatever. I mean, I'm pimping myself out. <laughs> I'd like to get a little recognition. Right. You know, pad the pocket a little bit. Um, and what's funny is they're like, oh, you sold out. You got bought. I was like, no, actually, they haven't paid me a dime. I wouldn't take up front money from base. No, I, I got said, this. I got this comment that told me the other day. I remember specifically it said, you just like running your mouth to pay your bills. And I said, no, I just like paying my bills. Yeah. This, you don't even have to put the first part. Yeah, just, I just send like me to pay the money. My, yeah, I just like to pay my bills. I've said uh, forever. I, I was doing I was doing twice last week. I was somewhere and somebody came up and they were like, are you famous? And I was like, I'm not famous, but I do have a following. And so those that following thinks I'm famous, but I'm not famous. That happens to me. And I'm like, if if here's the thing, like if you want to pay me, that's fine. You can have the famous. I don't care anything about that. Nope. I, I can go into obscurity. Do I would prefer thing. it. Actually, I would too. <laughs> yeah. The older I get, right. the more I just want to be like, you know, you give me the money and I, I don't have to go to Pittsburgh this weekend. Correct. I don't have to go to California next weekend. I don't have to do, go do all these things. And so, but, you know, I do I love doing what I do. Oh, yeah. But every now and then, the more I get do like it, a chill. The more I do it, it gets extreme. And it's like the mental exhaustion is insane. Yeah. Just having to come up and. So, so you feel what I felt for years because people they'll see me and they'll say, "Man, we really miss those truck videos." I said, "Well, I still do them at least once a week, but nobody sees them. Mm-hmm. Nobody sees them uh, because of the censorship is so bad. They just Correct. throttle everything." But you also get to a point where you just kind of run out of things to say. It's like, okay, one more lap. What am I supposed to do? Another video about transgenderism? Am right. I supposed to do? How much? How many can times I tell can you? I say it's, it? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> how many times can I say that? I mean, okay. So we got a story here where, you know, Italy banned transgenders from getting into women's beauty pageants. Seems to make sense. And then a hundred transgender showed up and entered the contest. From yeah, which I find that stat high. That's does, pretty high. Does that mean all? <laughs> all of them like every tranny right. in italy right showed up took their package that's that's a high out. number right there yeah that's a that's a high number that's exactly what i said when i read the deal and i was like well okay and then there was a, a democrat lawmaker uh steve cohen of course it had to be a guy he's a democrat and uh the uh is an unashamed supporter of gender affirming care and trans rights which that means mutilating children yeah 
but on Thursday, he inadvertently made an argument supporting a division between locker rooms for biological women and trans women. They they chewed him up, spit him out. Of course, for one, you're openly admitting they're different by even offering it. Yeah. If you're saying we're going to add cubicles, then they're not women. Right. If you so, got to separate it. Then just let them go to the other bathroom. I mean, you, you talked about being a gym rat, being into fitness. I've been a gym rat at times in my life. I, I don't, you know, these old guys, the older guys get in the gym. They just like to walk around naked in the locker room. I don't understand why you I got haven't those, made it to that point yet. But those old guys do. I'm excited those when I, I get Those old guys walk around. They got their little mushroom cap and these giant balls hanging down and the big fat <laughs> flabs. And it's like, you know, you got the picture of Joe at the beach. You got the picture of Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. This this picture right here will disturb you right here. Oh. There's Joe. He's got his, the Ray-Bans on. He's got the hat turned around backwards, sneakers mm-hmm. on the beach. There's like there's like two frowns happening here. There's the frown on his face and the frown on his belly. Like, he, the, he's, his belly's as grumpy as his face is, if you see this. I just like the Forrest Gump pose. I, I mean, solid, right? Yeah, like, he's on the back pose. of the boat. Yeah, exactly. He's just going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I'm like, okay, so I see guys like this at the gym walking around with their giblets out. They don't try to hide it at all. So I wouldn't mind if those guys had a partition either. Like, yeah. even if I'm in there with other biological right. guys, yeah, let's let's use some, you know, Cubicles. I don't want to see your shit. Mm-hmm. So um, I <laughs> never forget, I had a buddy of mine uh, <laughs> who was a trainer at a gym here at DFW. And there was this guy who kept coming up to me at the gym. This was years ago. The guy kept coming up to me. He's like, man, why don't you come over to my house, man? We can run. We can work out over at my place or whatever. And I was like, why? We can, like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and my trainer friend goes, well, he's gay, man. He's hitting yeah. on you. And I was like, no, nah, he's not gay. And then I'm coming out of the shower. I got the towel wrapped around me. And this guy's standing there. He just, shink. You hear the curtain open up. And he's standing there butt naked. And he's just soaping his junk. Seriously, dude, I want you to come over to the house, man. Come over <laughs> to the house. And I was like, yeah, okay. I see what's happening yeah. now. And I'm like, yeah, well, I could use more partitions. Yes. So I can't imagine. Well, being you a- had one. He ripped it away. Yeah. Shink. Yeah. And That's there was sound. there was there was little soapy, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there going, you know, if I'm a biological female, um, and you hear that shink, yeah, like, I don't want to see Mr. <laughs> right. Soapy. No, you don't. I don't want to see any yeah, of it. that. Riley Gaines. That's her whole like. No one warned them, right? And then just bam, right there. And imagine being a biological male. You know, you're a biological male. Like like. William Thomas, Leah Thomas, is a grifter. I mean, he he did that whole thing to get his, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, he won one race by 50 freaking seconds. That's not competition. We had never heard of William Thomas. Right. And we wouldn't have. Right. But now you have because that's all it takes. Yeah. That's literally all it takes. So he's not a guy who's legitimately dealing with gender dysphoria. He comes in there and he's specifically androgynophilia maybe he gets turned on by dressing up like a woman and exposing himself to women Mm -hmm. like the video of the guy with the heart on that kept i did two of those yeah a fan sent me they went to a club a fan sent me a video of them in a club in new jersey and he did it again same skirt same deal different bathroom. same red skirt yeah same same erection different bathroom yeah i saw it It two different ones (laughs) right it's androgynophilia you're getting turned on it's like these dudes that are wanting to chest feed babies and children yeah that they, that's mm. another form of pedophilia it yeah it is i mean that's a baby that's not getting it. anything from that right it's just you are getting something from that yeah. which is wrong and then you're gonna fight for that so this guy this democrat lawmaker he says yeah maybe we ought to have some partitions well shit you just you just violated your argument right there right 
because we'd have one. It's called men's and women's. <laughs> yeah, like there's it's, whole other rooms. Right, right, that's the partition. It's a big concrete wall. Yeah, I was, uh, I was at, God, where was I? I was at a, I guess it was a club or something. I don't really go to clubs, but it was a bar. And I go in the bathroom and, you know, in a lot of places in Texas and stuff, they just have a trough, you know, there's no urinal. Yeah, I it's hate just a, those. I'm not a fan of them yeah, either. Yeah, I hate those. And this guy dressed up like a woman comes in and uh stands right beside me about a foot or two away mm -hmm. and is taking a piss standing there in the trough and i'm like okay and this guy it just i'm just paying attention to me i'm focusing on my spot on the wall trying to piss and a guy goes does this bother you and i was like what i mean at least right. you're in the men's room right it's true so kudos well, i did the, i did a quick video i did a quick video of the whole boys in the locker room with the peephole to the girls locker room and they yeah. peep in and it's like oh no it's not what i thought anymore <laughs> it's like the old porky's thing yeah. but it's all it's not oh my it's god not. it's a little soapy yeah it's a little soapy in there <laughs> oh man what well, now that we're in the thick of summer you might be looking for some uh, wholesome convenient meals to support uh those sunny active days I love Factor Meals. They are America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and pretty much one of the only ones out there, especially as good as it is. Uh, they'll fill you up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You're going to save time. You're going to eat well. You're going to stay on track reaching your goals as well. So if you're busy with summer plans and you don't really want to spend time cooking, make sure you're still eating well. And with Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and all the chopping, prepping, cleaning up as well. So uh, you still get the flavorful uh, and nutritional quality you need. So they're fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is uh, heat it and enjoy it and then get back outside and soak up the warm weather. So this July and into this August, you're going to be able to get, because we're at the end of July, but you're going to be able to get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. So choose your meals, enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in two minutes, no mess. Head over to Factor meals.com slash chad 50 then i'll get you 50 percent off if you use code chad 50 that's code chad 50 at factormeals.com slash chad 50 we'll be right back let's i don't know let's you, you pull these things brandon well, before we go to that clip, Bill Barr, y'all see the statement where he said that if Donald Trump wins the GOP nomination, he's going to jump off a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> so what, Bill? Right. Capsize. So, <laughs> so what? I, people like that make me sick. You know, Chris Cruz. Chris Cruz is always like, you know, Bill Barr is going to be near here. Do you want him to come into the studio and be a guest on the show? And I was like, no, no, I don't want to talk to Bill Barr. I wouldn't either. I mean, why? I, to me, I think he. You remember the show Roseanne? I always thought he looked like the husband and Roseanne. It, John Goodman mixed with Roseanne, Roseanne Barr at the same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> like no, I don't. I mean no. But anyway, so all these all these folks are saying, oh, they're not going to endorse him in 2024. This is a shit show, man. Yeah, it was like getting line. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah. I, I get sick of hearing this it. next year is going to be insane. They're not going to let Joe Biden run. We'll see what happens with all these indictments with Trump. And I hear this argument from a lot of people on that. It's like I would vote for Trump, but I just I just don't really like what it does to the left and how they get riled up and all the stuff. And I just kind of want that drama. It doesn't matter who's doesn't it, matter. at this point. It doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter. They're going to do the same thing. They're just they don't have Trump to look at. So yeah. it's just going to scoot over to whoever it is. So don't base your argument right. on that. Well, one of the things that I've said on this show over and over again, and people have heard me say it a couple of times, and that is 
it, let's say it, it was uh, Ron DeSantis becomes the deal. Their whole phrase, if he gains any momentum, is he's worse. They just add two words: he's worse than mm-hmm. Trump. And that, and they've already started doing that. They've done it yeah, on the View. They've, they've done, done it, it on Florida. Like yeah. if if they're doing Florida and stuff like that, then they're just going to do it when he's president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, so that's the whole thing. I mean, it, so whoever the candidate is, I mean, they used to they used to crucify George W. Bush so hard. I mean, you know, right? He was on their team. Yeah, and he was one of them. (laughs) And that's part of the game. I mean, you guys have to realize you're watching wrestling. I mean, when we were kids, we knew wrestling was fake and we still watched it. Basically, at this point. There's some real elements, but it's fake. Yeah. Right. I mean, at least with the wrestling, there's some athleticism that goes into it. I would actually Um, think wrestling's more real. Yeah, more real. I mean, at least they're doing something. These these political hacks, I mean, my God, dude. Uh, Canada. Canada is a place that always gives you good material. Um, Play clip number one, please. My name is Lois, and I am a sterilized First Nations person of Treaty 6, living on reserve in Alberta, and I am also a post-op transsexual of 14 years. We must have honest conversations about the dark side of transition. We must talk about detransitioners and their stories. And my story, from a regretful transition to medical assistance and dying, I feel like I have contributed to the genocide of my people. I am more than a statistic. I am more than the color of my skin. I am more than your idea of what a BIPOC trans person should be. Soon I will be another dead Indian, but until then, I am here to share my story. So let me get this straight, Brandon. That was a confusing one. That's a biological male that identifies as a female and wants to be euthanized by the Canadian government. Correct. And they denied the the request. This is apparently the only person in Canada they won't kill. Yeah, like they won't kill. They need the percentage. It's weird, dude. Is that why? I don't know. Like I can't unpack that one because I'm trying to figure that one out because they'll kill anybody in Canada. Right. I mean, if you're depressed, whatever, yeah. they want to depopulate. The yeah. But it, was it because of the transition that he, I mean, she wanted to... If I was going to be tinfoil hat, I could say they don't want trans people killing themselves yeah. after the surgery to Which prove, is what you're saying. Right. It's, yeah, yeah. It might not have helped. Yeah. I mean, there's always still the old-fashioned way, but I guess Canada just doesn't want it on their books. Right. Right. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, it's our, oh, that's a tough one. That's tough. That's a tough, it was already confusing to listen to, but yeah. it was, and to look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, that's uh, really? sometimes, like, I'm looking at this little monitor over here. I have to look over at the big monitor right. back over there sometimes to see what I'm looking at, especially when they put the transgenders up there, because I'm like, okay, sometimes they can fake it pretty well, mm-hmm. but then the voice gives it Comes away. in, yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, that's a guy. Oh, yeah. That's a guy. Really nice frames, though. Yeah. He, she had good frames. 100%. And I'm watching and I'm going, okay, I'm hearing what's going on. So this person's not happy with themselves. No. At all. But I don't know. So the detransition part was the confusing part in that. Were they wanting to detransition? Yeah, that's my question. They were, but then didn't want to detransition because it was, it, I don't know. I don't that know. was very confusing. That's that's right there though. That's where like I would love to hear more from this person simply because I think that might be legit dysphoria that yeah. you're dealing with, not the trans gender as I call it. 
Yeah. Like that's a person really struggling with some mental issues. But you also have to look, the crazier this climbs, Mm -hmm. the more of that you're going to see, the more of the even more crazy you're going to see. Well, if you want to kill yourself after going through this thing, again, Chloe Cole, who I still, I want to get Chloe Cole on this show at some point in time, who detransitioned, who was a girl and then became a boy. Yeah, girl transitioned to a boy. And now she's a girl again? Yes. And went back because when she was a kid, her testimony is she started hitting puberty and she wasn't comfortable with herself in puberty. And so... The doctor said you can have a dead daughter or a transgender son. Mm. And so they put that guilt on the parents and they went through it. And she said, looking back, I just wasn't comfortable in puberty. Like boys were noticing me. I wasn't comfortable with that. Yep. So rather than processing her through what she was really dealing with, they were like, lop the genitals well, off. That whole that whole Vanderbilt thing that got released was like they were talking literally about having customers for life if you get them early. Yeah. You have them forever, which is the medical field disaster. You can't you can't treat people like that. Yeah. But they've done that with everything. They did that with psych meds too. I mean, mm. every sixteen year old thinks it's in the world and they put them on Prozac. So I mean Yeah, Ritalin, Adderall, right. Prozac. Like the whole every thing. kid thinks it's the end of the world. Why that's not that's not crazy. Yeah. That's normal. I mean, my, my kid has trouble with the attention. Yeah, yeah, he's a kid. He's a kid. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I've, that's why I've always said, like, my girlfriend, you know, she'll talk about her kids sometimes. She's like, they're so wild. And I've said it. I've said it my entire adult life. I was like, you give me a kid that's climbing the walls, I'll take that kid and change the world. But mm-hmm. kids over there sniffing crayons and eating glue, I can't do much <laughs> with that kid. Like, I can't. Right. Picking boogers and, you know, eating them. I can't do much with that kid. But you give me a wild one and I'll do something with them. Yeah. It's, but you notice the trend. But you them. notice the trend. It's the same thing with the transgenderism. It's like get them young, yeah. Get them young, get them young, get them young, and it, it tends to be the trait because there's no money in providing yeah, exactly medical if they can do anything it. to the elderly because they and they if they don't. can put them on the blockers. Hey, what what block are we in? By the way, we're in D block. We're in D block. Yeah. Okay. Good. We got to go uh, to a deal. But if they can get them younger than the puberty, then they really got them. Of course, they really got them. All right. Hey, Patriots, listen, uh, I want to uh, tackle a critical issue that's been eaten away at the heart of our great nation, and that is the uh, systematic erosion of traditional masculinity. Put a stop to it, folks. It's a dangerous trend. Take back your rightful place as a proud, strong American man. So I want to introduce you to a powerful solution, the Black Forest Testo Stack. That's right. It is an all-powerful American testosterone supplement stack harnessing the uh, might of the turkesterone, the sistanch, and the tongat ali. I get, I, was, I mess those up all the time. That's good. And they'll take they'll help you take back your masculinity and fight the feminization epidemic and man it is happening listen testosterone and turkesterone it's a potent natural anabolic compound it supports muscle growth enhances endurance bolsters your testosterone levels and uh, then the other herbs which are known to improve sexual function and vitality and uh, you got to be taking stuff like this that helps your system get back on top listen stuff like that has been used for centuries to elevate testosterone levels boost libido relieve stress it's they're great so uh, Black Forest Testo Stack, I'm telling you, it's effective. I've experienced significant improvements in my own energy level, strength, and overall well-being. And if you're like me, you want to support a brand that stands up for traditional American values and doesn't push the, the leftist agenda. And uh, bring back American traditional masculinity. And uh, you can try it. Get a 10% discount if you use promo code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. BlackForestSupplements.com slash Chad. Reclaim your birthright as a strong, capable American man. BlackForestSupplements.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. We'll be right back.
All right, at the truth underscore Sky Corbin. It's right? actually the truth dot Sky Corbin. Dot Sky mm-hmm. Corbin. I was trying to rattle in my head what that was. So the truth dot Sky Corbin. Heck yeah. And I was with uh, Steve and Stephanie Helms last night. Stephanie's uh, maiden name is Corbin, and she goes, she goes like me, and I was like, no, his is spelled with an A, yours yeah. is with an I. Mm-hmm. So uh, follow him support him help him blow up share his stuff uh if you see it put it on your stories on instagram uh share the content tiktok as well my mom likes it uh, yeah they take all my videos down on tiktok do they yeah, Mine my too. mom loves my stuff yeah it's good stuff it's good stuff <laughs> i'm sure my mom gets mad at me oh uh, so yeah yeah my mom does too actually yeah She's my like, mom's like could you not yeah. <laughs> like, well you know some things have to be said mom mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, we're gonna do we're gonna tape overtime as well. So if you're not a subscriber to Blaze TV and you're not watching overtime, that's where the good conversations really are taking place because we get, we don't have to go to breaks, um, which is pretty cool. So subscribe at blazetv.com/chad. Use promo code Chad. It'll save you on an annual subscription, and you'll be part of the family. So Scott, thanks for coming on, and we'll see you tomorrow. We love you. God bless you. Bye.